pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Chance Encounters podcast. We've been running board game cafes around the UK for over six years now. From hen do's to family do's, from first dates to breakups, we've seen it all and recommended a board game for every situation. Mm. But now we're looking for a fresh challenge. So each week we'll invite a guest onto the podcast who will come armed with an abstract and absurd scenario. And it's up to us to figure out what that situation calls for and recommend a game that will totally satisfy their hungry, hungry hippos. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We don't match the interest of the guest, by the way. <laughs> How'd you know that was my favorite? That's actually the board game I was going to ask for. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so whichever game recommendation our guest loves the most will score a point, and at the end of the series, whoever has the most points mm-hmm. will be Recrowned potentially Ooh. the titan of board games. <laughs> so, uh, my name is Richard Scarsbrook. I'm one of the directors at Chance Encounters. I'm one of the founders. Um, and I follow all the rules in the IKEA instruction manual. <gasps> That's right. All of them. Oh, who God. doesn't? Well, well, I'm Ben. I'm a massive nerd who works at the Yoxcast, and I love board games. And I will just build that thing, even if it says it needs two people, because that other person's going to slow me down. I will find a way to build I, it with one person. I I have gone my whole time so far without needing an extra person, and I've got many <laughs> IKEA furniture. So what you're saying is you don't follow the rules? Oh my God. I realise. Yes, you so you're a liar. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> who doesn't follow be, the rules? To, oh me. I to be I fair, <laughs> the rules aren't explicitly written. It's just pictures. I think it's like up to interpretation. Oh. Oh, I, I should should have probably tied that. In. Hello, my name's Russell. Um, I work at Chance Encounters. I have many hats there, um, but I am also an all-round nerd, like a bit of everything. But apparently, um, I I interpret the rules to IKEA furniture as I see as fit. Suggestions. Yeah, I see them more as a guideline. I'm kind of really ruining my reputation as a board game person here with all these things that I'm saying on the podcast. I do I do confess this a bit bad, but yeah, so that's me. And our <laughs> guest for this week is none other than Boba. It's me. I Do I say about me? You can say all the yeah. things about you. I stream on Twitch and my favorite animal is a hippo and I'm always hungry <laughs> for board games. Perfect. So uh, thank you so much for, I, I know it was a big ask, but I really appreciate you coming all the way from America just for this podcast. Exclusive mm. content. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you. Uh, thank you for how are you finding England so far? Um, everyone said it was going to be hot mm-hmm. when I got here. I put a jacket on as soon as I got off the airplane. Yep. Now it's kind of warming up again, so I believe it a little bit more. But mm-hmm. I like you finally it. decided to doff the jacket. Yes, yeah. I've taken it off today. I didn't wear one, and I wasn't chilly. Wow. Who told you that England was going to be hot? Oh, like everyone. Well, yeah, because you remember, like a couple of weeks ago, it was hot for us. Mm. Oh. I was hot, but like, like I mean, not, not compared to like degrees. Florida like, hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like why promise something that you can't possibly guarantee? I was, I, I was so astonished because I was like, I'm ready. You know, finally, I'm going to be there, and I'm not going to be always wearing a jacket. And it's like you know when you come out of that like tube. The the, oh, yeah. the airplane yeah. tube, mm-hmm. and I'm the in the tube, tube, and I'm like, "Why is it cold in here? <laughs> <laughs> that means it's cold outside." And it was. Yeah, we just lied to you to get you here. I'm sorry. It's okay. We promised the weather. We did. We did specifically order it to be sunny. Um, I guess finally today, the day of the recording, it's it's that that's it's come through. We've delivered. Finally. 
Exactly. Mini heat wave, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <Yeah. laughs> typical English. Yeah. Straight to the weather tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, you've come armed with this abstract and absurd scenario then, Boba. What, mm. what, 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 what is it? Tell I've been all. thinking about this for like a week. And the first one that I thought of was about a bathtub because I like to take baths. But mm-hmm. I've been like really obsessed with survival shows. Um, so I went through this phase, which was a recent phase, where I've watched about like 10 seasons of Survivor because I used to watch it as a kid. (laughs) I love that show, by the way. I do too. And it's got like a cult following, which I didn't realize. Um, and then recently I also watched Yellow Jackets. If you're aware of that one, it's like a soccer team girls group. They are in a Mm -hmm. plane and it crashes in the wilderness. Um, and it goes between past and present day and then i also have watched this other one recently called the wilds which is kind of similar and then i also started lost at the same time <laughs> oh so i think there's this weird fixation going think on you've got a plane crash binge going on right I now. i do and then i got on the plane and there was this <laughs> oh uh, light that kept going off and beeping and i was like i've done this to myself <laughs> and i'm prepared <laughs> Um, so I would like a board game that would not only help me survive in the wild, maybe mm-hmm. it has like tools, fire starting mm-hmm. kit or something, I don't oh know, God. but something that would also make me able to establish a very uh, good cult mm-hmm. and um, be kind of like the captain of the other people on the island. Oh, oh the wow. others. So when the a next ruler. plane crashes... They fucked. Oh, I'm well established <laughs> as well, and I've got my like human heart in my hand and such. Amazing. So you got your effigies yeah, all over the island. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Ready to creep everyone out super hard. Mm-hmm. Does it have to be a game a smoke monster could play? A smoke monster. <laughs> oh wait, See? have you? Wait, how far into Lost are you? <laughs> oh, I'm no. not very far. Okay, That's don't like worry. Season one, right? The yeah, I feel monster. like I feel like it was quite early on. Yeah, well, I've I've got like all three shows running at once. So oh, right, yeah. Is this three screens, like each one. You're paying attention <laughs> oh yeah, to. I, yeah. You've got to consume that content. Mm, exactly. So I've got like yeah, I've got I finished Yellow Jackets. I have mostly finished the Wilds. How, how much? cult and or cannibalism is there in yellow jackets oh without spoiling because i haven't seen it oh I've, there's I've like an underlying about. kind of tension thing going okay. on so Could it's go not way all the point. way explained yet but <laughs> uh the, when you said earlier on about like watching all those plane crash shows um on a, and going on a plane i remember once reading starting reading a book that i just um downloaded on a kindle on a plane and it started out with a plane crash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was under the dome, you know. That? Okay. Like, yeah, I so the if you read the book, the mm. thing starts at the plane crash. And I got to that point, and we were, hadn't even taken off yet because it's quite early on in the book. And I started <laughs> getting to that, but I was like, "Am I cursing myself now, or have I already <laughs> put this read- away?" <laughs> well, yeah. The thing is, I was, I wasn't sure. I, I thought I'd already read the part about the plane crash because it came out of nowhere. Mm. I was like, "Well." I mean, it's not going to... I mean, if I've already cursed myself, I may as well just get as far into the book as I can before I go down in flames. And I must say there was no plane crash. So I think, you know, this curse idea is obviously not you know not real um but i understand yeah. it's unnerving i but. mean i'm guessing with that book you probably like looked at it and you went okay this is this is three percent of the way through so i'm assuming that they're going to survive <laughs> they, you know it's very early on they did not survive but uh, yeah so it was like very tragic i was like okay you know this is a real bad time to be reading a book just no. before i'm about to take off yeah, mm-hmm. I that they like, yeah. won't play a film that has a plane crash in it on the movies on the plane like, that's yeah. like their policy that oh, makes really? sense that yeah, because you don't want to freak people out, right? Like, um, do you remember in like Fight Club, the like plane depressurizes, everyone goes like flying out the window. It's like pretty graphic. It's probably not what you want to be watching when you're on a plane. So they didn't like body pat you at security and go, "It's got plane crashing in it, mate. You can't take this on the plane." Throw it in the bin. <laughs> probably because it was on a Kindle and you couldn't oh, see what was on it. Whereas maybe, maybe they were just expecting you to do your audible recording. You'll just read it to the rest of the plane, <laughs> yeah. and then they're going down in flames. Uh, <laughs> Please, sir, can you can you keep it down? This is uh, sorry, we we banned these words. Yeah, like, no, they like what was weird, but uh, yeah, I understand that policy hundred percent because I wouldn't choose to watch a plane crash film when I'm about to you know go on a plane. That's madness. But 
you know, when it sneaks out on you like that. That was the worst thing, I think, is because it was so unexpected. Yeah, that's not, yeah. you know the concept not in the blurb, the, right? Yeah, you know, it's 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 a it's a book. Uh, it's a story about a sudden, mysterious, yeah. invisible dome that it's encrouches a city. It's a rip-off of the, the Simpsons city. movie. You've seen yeah. that, The Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one. Did that come first? Because, no, I'm joking. No, because I generally... no, it's a Stephen King novel, right? Like, No, I think it did come out after The Simpsons movie, actually. Well, this, is, oh this is Stephen King, you hack. Yeah. <laughs> He's been stealing from them all along and we just didn't realise. <laughs> just a Simpsons fanfic, really. Uh, well, you know, it does go along with it. Well, it's... Oh, sorry, The Simpsons did it. You know, this is the whole thing about The Simpsons episode <laughs> mm-hmm. predicting the future. Yeah. yeah. Now, just just continuation of that, that thing that they do. Mm-hmm. Then they predict, like, you know, Trump becoming president and all these other weird yep. Oh. things. Yep. Yeah. We're just like, what's the wackiest things that we can get? Okay. <laughs> Turns out the future is awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so in this future where Bobo is crashing down, hurtling down, you want a board game that has all <laughs> of this cool you... stuff. <laughs> yeah. All of you, you okay, do you so, know of any board games that come with a survival kit actually locked in? Is there anything that's or is that, would that be giving the game away? Um mm. I was there's a there's an edition of Pandemic, which was an anniversary edition, and it looks like a medikit. Oh, that's true. But oh. there is nothing in there that will help <laughs> <Yeah>. you survive. <laughs> it's just a complete mis- misleading um, um, looking box. Um, I have a question though for you. Mm-hmm. If if is the game something you'll be having on the plane and it has to survive the plane crash, or is it just Ooh. the game you'll find there? I oh, think in a mysterious bunker. Oh, it could. Yeah, it could be, or a Jumanji style. It watches up on the beach, Ooh. but maybe Ooh. like, hmm, maybe it's like you know. What's happened in most of their shows is, you know, the luggage watch washes up on the beach. Right, Maybe yeah. it's packed into someone's luggage that's okay. also on the plane. That makes sense. Okay. It'd be amazing if it then had a name on and the person wasn't even on the plane. Mm-hmm. Ah. Be like, this just... is Rebecca. And you'd just be like, there was no Rebecca on here. And everything in the luggage is like clearly from the 1920s. Yes. Oh, that would be cool. I think, that would be weird. I think we're... we're writing our own movie. <laughs> <Yeah. thing. laughs> that's a good movie. <laughs> I think that's how they wrote Lost. They just came yeah, up with that on the fly. Yeah, this we won't worry. This we won't worry about how this ties into the end mm-hmm. until we get to season six. Oh yeah, you I'm have really to warn, right? The Lost doesn't really yeah, explain I, itself. My my exposure to Lost was um the Ox cast playing the Lost adventure map on Minecraft oh, years yeah. ago, and oh. I was like, wow, that sounds like a really wacky show. And I started watching it. I was like, man, there's a big monster in the jungle. That's kind of weird. That's about as far as I've gotten. <laughs> oh man! So do we? Do we get? Is is this? Is it? It's in the luggage that's washing up. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that would be. I think that would be fun. Yeah, I like that. Okay, cool. There's no like part. You said past and present because of the yellow jackets thing. There's mm-hmm. that the time thing has no bearing on this specific scenario. You you are just talking about the plane crash and when it lands, right? Yeah, and okay. something that you just find where it's like, oh, conveniently, like maybe there's a magnifying glass in in the game or something, and mm. you can start a fire with it. So it's just like coincidentally really helpful, maybe yeah. not purposefully really helpful, or mm-hmm. unless it is. Okay, interesting. This is cool. Yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. Um, how many people are you going to be having to play this with? How many how survivors people, yeah. on Ooh, the plane crash? Do I get to pick how many people survive? <laughs> this is your scenario. You can mm, do it. Maybe like a maybe like a ten people kind of game. Oh wow! Okay. Ten people. I'm being cult. generous. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not all going to finish like the board game, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> over the course of the board game, somebody's well got to have a heart oh, yeah. pulled out. Yeah, um, something. <laughs> I was imagining that being like years later when the cult really develops. Yeah, well, like the, the board game is maybe the seed that mm. it all comes from. Do you have any games that you do you play many board games at all? Mm, I've played like a few. I've done a few D and D games, and then I've done like um, I'll go to Duncan's house, and Duncan will be like, "Play this board game," and he'll take out <laughs> the what is it, the Monsters of Tokyo or something. King we played Tokyo. King of Tokyo, and yep. then we played the similar one to that too. King of New York. Yeah, and then we played one where you throw burritos at each other. Throw, throw a burrito. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like this game. This is a fun one. Right. You had all of the words in those. Yeah. I was just, I was just using them, them and rearranging together. them. Yeah. It's like fill in the missing word exactly. of the board game yeah. title. Um, and then my favorite board game is uh, Candyland because I'm in love with the ice cream princess and she oh. was like my day one, you know? Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. So, how do you feel about the gameplay of that though? Because I feel that 
Um, it doesn't age well. No, <laughs> I did play it again recently. Like I was like, I think it's sucks. even worse. Is it not just like you draw a card and it tells you what color space to go oh, to yep. next, right? Yeah, and then I think you might get like stuck in a fudge place or something. But it's just, <laughs> oh, it's so basic. It's like go to the red square, and I'm like, okay, what about like events and stuff? Mm. That could be someone's future one, just rewriting Candyland to be better. I genuinely believe people have done that. Really, like, people have attempted to. Mm engineer it into a more interesting game but using just what they have mm -hmm. and i mean i don't i didn't even know about how basic the gameplay was because it's not an america it's not a british game it's yeah. very much american um i guess it's called sweet land here <laughs> it, needed, it needed to be simple for us yeah 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 but <laughs> we, we have plenty of our own simple stupid games we do, too we do. lots of like yeah classic board games which are the equivalent of roller moves and stuff yeah I mean, at least clue or cluedo has like a little bit more of a kind of deduction that you go around. Yeah, there's some rolling of dice, but in general, like I so will say, play. without the rolling um, and rolling the dice aspect of that game, that is a solid deduction game. Yeah, I, I would like, actually, if, if a group of people wanted to play Cluedo and were willing to just say move to any room you want instead of rolling yeah. the dice, I would play that game. Yeah. Which I yeah. could not say about most board games that I played when I was a kid. Yeah, like most of them do not hold up. Well, the, the board game that came out on my table which always surprises me was mm. Escape from Colditz, which depending on how far Boba goes with this, may be quite an appropriate one of Ooh. let's get out of this cult. <laughs> <laughs> let's call it a prison. Let's get out of here. How do we, you know, I've got my little, my, my, my string. I've got my scissors. Let's see if I can get over and through the fence. Oh, it's Ooh. teaching you survival exactly. as well. Oh no, I Did, Yeah, you should have literally oh. held that. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, it was quite an interesting mm. game, but I always found that surprising that it wasn't just your basic, your basic. I've not actually mm -hmm. played it. No? no, I've never played it. It's one of those classics that it's most people have played, but I've never. had like a 50 year anniversary edition or X number of year anniversary mm, yeah. edition recently. Um, I haven't gone and played that. I just have fond memories of playing it. We do have it in Chance Encounters Bristol as well. Yeah, we have, I, th I think it might even be the newer one as yeah, well. Yeah. Was that like a good place reference? You're talking your basic. Yeah, basic. Yeah. Oh, no, it might not be. No, no, okay. It's just colloquial terms, I think. <laughs> I'm one of the kids. That's how they call it, right? Down with down with the kids? Yeah, I think the kids who used to say you're basic are not kids anymore. Oh, that's probably true. Oh. I think they've moved on. Oh, no. Oh. Well, <laughs> we're the cutting edge. Mm. Oh, so, um... So, yeah, you've got sort of like a casual board game experience. What mm -hmm. of the games you have played, like, what has been your favorite thing about the games what do you look for in a game what mm. game is Ooh. like what makes you go yeah i like that i really like um like i guess like spontaneous kinds of things mm -hmm. like i really like D D because i like to just be really weird <laughs> and just like do things that are just really not out of character but in line with the character that are mm -hmm. just wacky and like just doing things kind of you know imaginative i guess mm -hmm. so i like a lot of imagination and like mm -hmm. character play too and maybe with like if i'm thinking of candyland mm -hmm. maybe just cute ladies <laughs> <laughs> so in candyland do you put your own story to it are you bothered by the mechanics of the the actual game you're just like you're having a great time you're telling your own story or are you mm -hmm. like does, does it does that gameplay the kind of as it were, basic or simple gameplay. Yeah. Does that bother you too much? Oh, yes. It was awful uh, to try to replay again. <laughs> okay, but I was yeah. like, I, I'm doing this for my wife. I like bought the game and everything at Target in America. And I was like, cool, I'm going to play Candyland. And then I started and I was like, this is so bad. So I like, like, you know, not basic. I don't like anything too advanced because sometimes mm -hmm. Lewis will be like, look at this game. And then there's a thousand pieces to mm -hmm. it. And he's like, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to do this. And he's like, you can't do that. Yeah. So maybe things too. You instruction manual. Exactly. I had to have the second person there. It was Lewis. He's yelling at me the whole time. I'm trying to put the furniture together. But maybe things where you can like pick and choose the rules too, or you can play off of them, not really follow them and still have fun with it so you have uh, an optional rule book basically yeah okay. mm. i just want to say sign me up for uh when uh boba has to uh, interpret the ikea rule book for some like thing that i want to be there for that that's just <laughs> next i got a new desk yeah oh my gosh i don't 
I'm kind of terrible with the Ikea things because I'll, I'll look at it and then I'll say, okay, well, there's four screws and these screws look the same too. So the last time that I built something, I built a desk and this is the second time I've done this where I used the wrong screw. Oh. So I'm screwing it and I had soundproof headphones on and it made this like really oh, no. satisfying noise. And I was like, wow, that sounds really nice. I turn the desk over and it's punctured through <laughs> the board. <laughs> Because the screws were the ones that were slightly too long, even though they looked like the other ones. And then, so my fix is I always cover it with stickers, but this time the gouge was so deep, I filled it with Play-Doh first. I put stickers I love that this has happened so much. You have like a tried and tested method. Yep, I've done it The stickers aren't going to be enough this time. Ah, Play-Doh. I just love the idea that you'll have a toolbox and it's just stickers and Play-Doh. Fantastic. A screwdriver is... in that? Nope. Exactly. Crayons that match the color of the wood yeah. as well. Yeah, Sharpies yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've definitely done that a few times too, where I'm like, this sock has a hole in it. Black permanent marker? No, it doesn't. So well, On your skin? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's quite extreme. Could be using these socks for a few days. Gotta get that permanent marker. Yeah, exactly. If it's in the same spot, no one will know. Have you ever been tempted to just tattoo your whole feet black just so you don't see have i'm to on them. my way there i've got i've got one of my feet tattooed and that way it just looks like a pattern if i have i don't have many whole socks anymore though i feel like that was a young mm, but they all have there. one hole i don't know why i never used to throw them mm-hmm. out i'd just be like oh yeah I'd, I'd like wear socks and go oh that's annoying there's a hole in the heel yeah and then i just throw it in the wash after i'd finish it took me yeah. years it took me years to stop doing yeah. that and then just be like the next week oh it's that whole sock again yeah oh well <laughs> i guess i'll wear it and i'll throw it out again afterwards yeah exactly oh it's back in the wash again oh, yeah, yeah. break the cycle I just break the literally cycle. it took me 30 years to break that cycle oh <laughs> I, um, What's wrong with me? I, I still have some. I'm like, yeah, I'll just deal with that later. Yeah, right. I'm <laughs> yeah. that person. My God. <laughs> but sometimes it's like a favorite piece of, and then you're just like, yeah, but those socks were once really nice. And yeah. It's like, I just want to relive my, my comfy sock day. Yeah. I don't want to let go. Like, you know, yeah, that attached. sock's been with me almost my whole life. <laughs> the socks I wore to prom. <laughs> I've got special memories. Maybe like going on that. Play-Doh sticker desk thing. Like, just miscellaneous items that, in the hands of a genius, can be used for something. You could cut that sock up and use it to cover up any holes in yeah. any, like, fabric. I don't know. I'm just starting to Live wonder, on forever. Like, if you've you just got this ridiculous desk, and be like, well, Boomer really needs to do some laundry. Wow, why should not have any socks on his desk? Yeah. like, no, but they all just have special meaning to me. Each has yeah. a story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got, like, so many things in my house that are just, like, haphazardly put together or things that I somehow haven't completely read the directions for so I'm like guess I'm doing it my own way now <laughs> I feel like that when when you end up on this island and you've got all this luggage coming in there's going to be a, only a very limited number of socks I don't think you're going to be throwing any of these socks away those are important mm, socks they're going to be part of the, are they going to be part of the cult ooh Oh my gosh, <laughs> we can't have another sock The cult connection. of the socks. We can't, we can't. This is like, and you're peeling them off of, you know, you've got to have that scene in the in the show where it's like a dead person and you're like, yep. well, yes, these are mine now. These are my socks. <laughs> take them for everything they're worth and just uh, the most, take the socks off. Yeah. The most thing. This guy over here's got Play-Doh in his pockets. <laughs> Score. Right, I can finally fix that tree bench. <laughs> yeah. So nothing too heavy on rules, but nothing too, like, Super light, not like just like move to the red square. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right, that's way that's out of there. The yeah. cult of the red square is not going to happen. That's no. all I'm saying. That'll be crushed immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that would not even be classed as a what we call a roll and move game, which is what Snakes and Ladders is, because okay. you don't even roll anything. You literally draw. It's just determined from the time it literally in which you is. put the deck down. The like, deck is shuffled. That's like the winner is determined already. Yeah. Ooh, that yeah. is a weird, like that's a weird existentialist kind of thing. <laughs> I didn't know that's what game. this podcast really was about. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> I don't need another crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do I even affect the outcome? Yeah. Oh, what his free will? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Maybe I shuffle it once more. <laughs> it's that thing though in board games where um, if, you have to take a card from a deck. Mm-hmm. Um, it usually says in turn order, mm-hmm. um, but you know people sometimes will just take the card mm. without waiting for somebody. And I don't know how you feel about that. I'm not a very superstitious person, though. I don't mm-hmm. believe in like fate, but I also but... feel like in that game, <laughs> yeah. I'm like has my 
chance of winning been taken away from me because someone took the card that I was meant to get because they it's just as likely that they've messed up someone else's chance of winning and given you the win in that point yeah but that's not as exciting to think about it is it <laughs> that's true right someone, your destiny was stolen yeah someone i mean if i win anyway the rules i'm sorry but it has to be in turn order <laughs> right because then there's no chance it's like in um i don't want to bring up deal or no deal because that's another nonsense concept whoa that... whoa 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 let's not be uh slagging off uh, deal or no deal here i think something can be fun and nonsense at the same time it's nonsense <laughs> as as many of my streams will attest to <laughs> there's some there's some interesting maths going on in deal oh my God. you're talking about the monkey <laughs> there's some interesting maths i think i think we know where we've derailed it so far <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the plane that crashes with the one with all the deal or no deal briefcases on it <laughs> wow a million dollars it's my lucky day <laughs> if only i can spend it on just, I've just been in a plane crash. It's my lucky day. Yeah. That's a good spin. That's a good spin on that. Oh, super yeah. Just like Hurley with the lottery numbers. I just, that show is good. I'm kind of envious of going to watch that the first time because there's yeah. some cool stuff that happened in that show. Um, I don't know if I would hold up on a rewatch, but um, if you know what's coming, but. Anyway, would it all make sense? I want to. I want to know whether this rewatch would actually make sense because if you're saying that they don't explain anything until like the end, if you went back to the very beginning, do you see plot mm. holes? Like a lot of the there was plot holes in at the time. I think yeah, they saw them at the time before and then the they end. Got bigger at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just we'll just cover it up with a big sticker. That plot hole. And play doh. <laughs> <We're gonna> need, <laughs> need a bigger sock over here. <laughs> right. But yeah, like in terms of fate and cards and stuff, like mm -hmm. I, 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 I often feel like that is just not again not superstitious, but I feel like that is um, <laughs> I'm not superstitious, a little superstitious. But I have a superstition. But I do feel like yeah. that is one of the only <laughs> things that I care about. But you were talking. Didn't, we, didn't Ross say something earlier where he was like, "I'm just not one thing, but oh, I'm actually that thing." Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I often uh, come to revelations about myself on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, apparently, it's just what I do. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything in particular that you want, you know, if, if you're going to have this cult, are you going to guide it in a particular way? Mm -hmm. Is there something that you, you want involved in this board game? Is there, you know, particular lessons you want them to learn early on? Mm. Maybe just like, ooh, I don't know. Maybe there's like a like a religious aspect to it but not like a this is jesus's candy land to where <laughs> at the end is the church but more maybe like you know you can establish a religion in the game and there's like you know structure to it because i guess they kind of have that in like D D, and then mm -hmm. like civilization is that a board game kind sure. of yeah, civilization is a board game yeah. civilization board games, yeah. so yeah. that's about like the spreading of religion too and establishing it so mm -hmm. maybe just like you've got like maybe you're not even i know my ideas just just kind of change as they're happening but like maybe you're just you don't even have this idea of i'm going who who says that i'm going to make a cult <laughs> well maybe if we, we don't talk about the cult here, you yeah know. but maybe Stays it's like this this board game also just it's like um incognitoly incogniciously mm -hmm. influences you so it's like Part of the game is subconsciously. That's the one. I'm here all day. <laughs> influences you, so it's like, oh, here's all the steps to establish your religion in the game, and then mm -hmm. you're unconsciously doing those things too, mm. out okay. of the insanity wow. of the island, maybe. Um, is there anything else that you hate about Ooh. board games that, like, I would not? No play? money. No. Yeah. No money. No money. Oh. So you don't want money to be no, a thing. No I've been burned money. too many times. <laughs> All right. Well, I, you, please give us some examples. I I'm curious. Monopoly. <laughs> yeah. Fair. I'm in always bankrupt in that. But oh, if you've got okay. the deal or no deal suitcases, finally you'd be able to <laughs> yeah. actually put it to use. I, I am the Monopoly man. <laughs> you can play Monopoly with real money. Like that's been done. Yeah, they did it on but is Mr. It, Beast. Is it even real oh, money at that point? If you've got the suitcases and nowhere to spend it and you're living on the island, it may as well be monopoly money, right? Mm -hmm. Like it serves yeah. no purpose. At some point you'd finally finally realize 
that there has no like at least that money is like a, a promissory note for some form of gold but you're going to be like well there's no gold here and the only way it's going to you know make sense is if we get off the island i'm thinking like long term yeah you probably mm. are you going to get off the island or are you resign to being on this island for the rest of your life make that island your home build a new society a we better don't, yeah. society right actually yeah. we can do it right this time <laughs> with with boba at the head of the cult <laughs> yeah this is like a, you know, Laura Croft's going to show up one day. She's going to be like, what the fuck oh is God. going on here? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Why are all these monster people running yeah. around? They're just, they're just normal people that have ex- like grown plasticine hands to make sure they're really yeah. big. We've wrapped ourselves in money. <laughs> and old socks. I mean, money would probably be quite good if it's like the dollar for maybe camouflage. If mm. you've got greenery on it oh, as well. Oh, right? wow. They're not just... They're not just in the money. Exactly. They are the money. We are the money. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. So we've got a, a cult that has mm-hmm. been born out of the, out of necessity around mm-hmm. you through a game that could be up for ten peop up to ten people. Replayability, <laughs> presumably. You'd you'd want to be able to do this a couple of times. Mm. Really instill every religious festival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You break out the game. Yeah. Ooh, every midsummer we've got break out the board game. It's time to, you know, reindoctrinate ourselves. Yeah. And whoever loses shall be sacrificed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so a game that has to have a solo mode eventually then. Ooh, <laughs> I mean at some point you probably want to stop killing people in the cult unless you can slowly bring is, other people to the island. Is it even a cult if there's only one left? It's not, I think is a new it? plane crashes every couple of years. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's got, like, that weird thing. A maybe, dome. Maybe the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's, like a, like, a magnetic field around the island or something, and if a plane accidentally goes off course, it, like, loses all power and just smashes into the ground. Just thinking, um, like, yeah. is the sacrifice to try and, you know, coax another plane to crash to bring more people to the, uh, right. the island? Yeah, we must appease the, the plane gods yeah. With, a, yeah. with a sacrifice. Well, this but... is, like, I'm, I'm just... Re- remembering like growing up in the 90s and being like wow the bermuda triangle how come oh, they haven't yeah. fixed that yet? <laughs> no, right? i was literally thinking about it. i was like does anybody know if that's like a real i, n- I never caught, caught oh up no on i don't know it's the same thing i was saying mm. this the other day i also thought quicksand would be a lot more prevalent yeah. acid yeah. rain all of mm-hmm. that stuff mm-hmm. but you know what is the bermuda triangle i think it's like Near Florida, right? Maybe that's yeah. on my way back. I'm just cursing myself actively. <laughs> We're just veering around the oh. triangle. I yeah. think as soon as like GPS was invented, the Bermuda Triangle became a lot less exciting. Yeah. They yeah. were just like, oh no, it's it's there. <laughs> Where's the boat gone? Uh, well, it's there. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. We have cameras on it. I am tracking it on my phone right yeah. now. It's right there. It's like how like there were a lot less UFO sightings as soon as everyone had a high quality video camera mm-hmm. in their pocket at all times. And ghosts. <laughs> yeah. And ghosts as well. Yep. I'll, I'll be honest, technology has robbed the, the world of its magic. I, for Mr. one, am happy about <laughs> that. I am, I'm happy about the fact that you, uh, we, we can almost prove that ghosts, you can't really prove that oh, ghosts don't so exist, but I've proved- I loved it when maybe there was something weird going on. Yeah. Know? yeah. Do you remember the time when there was just all the crop circles that were popping up over the UK? Mm. What happened? What, what was making those? There's a guy with a plank. He admitted to it. A really? plank? Just yeah. one man not, in a plank? Yeah, he's person. got some ropes and a plank, and he walks around, does this weird walk where he steps on the plank and lifts it up with the with the rope, oh. and it was just a massive troll. This he's like, he showed off how he did it. To the oh, yeah, it took him hours. He was like... <laughs> And he just travelled around the country just going, I'm going to make a big crop circle. Here we go. What a waste of wheat. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as a farmer, you'd be pretty pissed off at that point. You'd be like, well, well, all my wheat's dead now. Thanks for that. But also, if you think about it, it was never going to be aliens, was it? Even as a child, I figured that one out. <laughs> but I it's wanted like, to believe. Is it going yeah. to be an alien to, yeah. spaceship that has landed always in a field of wheat? Not just on grass or anything, always in a field of wheat. Or is it more likely somebody just doing it? Because it wasn't unfeasible that, you know, you could flatten something in a mm-hmm. circle, was it? Yeah, it just, it always looked so odd because you'd assume that they would need a vehicle and the vehicle would leave like a... Like a track going into the field. Mm, that's yeah. why it was so baffling because it was like there's no evidence of anyone like driving away from this. Yeah, and surely it can't be done. No one's insane enough to spend 48 hours planking around in this. Circle. I've met enough people. I know that there are people who would do that. <laughs> that's true. If you have a public facing job, you you know that there's some crazy planks. <laughs> so what do you, what are your views on uh, a cult around the, uh, the the wheat flattening situation? A cult around it. Mm. 
Would you would you would you want that involved in your on your island? I don't know if we have wheat on my island. That's true. Yeah, I'm thinking if you're thinking lost slash yellow jackets, I imagine it's like more of a jungly kind of island, right? Yeah, jungly, yeah. foresty. And one very small wheat so you can make your little crop circles. <laughs> yeah, we'll just grow it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, you're on in. crop circle duty this yeah. week, Janet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did it last week. <laughs> All right, well, we know you're who's going to so be sacrificed this week. Yeah. <laughs> oh my days. It's one of those situations where if you're just too good at something you'll get asked it mm, like yeah. to go and do it yeah. and then that's your job for life after exactly. that exactly yeah i think i think also too if a really nice plank washed up on the beach i don't know if crop circles would be a top priority <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yes. if you're writing help but i don't know at that point if you want to be rescued just like the idea of these planks arriving going oh you know what we could make a raft i know Let's do crop circles instead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, crop circles is not completely crazy. If you're going to try and write help or yeah. Like yeah. communicate, you can do it through your tiny wheat patch. Someone with their satellite will be able to see it. <laughs> How that. did that guy resist drawing a wiener in the wheat? <laughs> <laughs> did he resist? He's the difficult questions there. Because, like, if you gave That's me like an opportunity. You do, oh, right? yes, exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's the big reveal, as it were. Yeah, oh. you're supposed to like layer them one over top of each other, and it's just a huge dick. Yeah. Maybe it's that's what he was going con. for. Yeah. Maybe he just had no perspective. He was like, I'm pretty sure this is going to look like a dick. Yeah. Oh, no, he, he, maybe maybe every time he was going for that, and he started drawing it, and then it got caught, so he had to like scarper before mm. he could finish it. Oh, but he always just did maybe, one ball for Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> That's it. We sold it. There was just some guy who wanted to draw a big penis in the in the in the wheat field. As one is wont to do. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape. You can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, let's recommend some board games. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Okay, um, who, who would like to go? Did you want to go first? I don't mind going first. Sure. Yeah, go sure. Um, okay, so in my head, I was thinking, right, obviously the cult thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of games that touch on the occult and, you know, kind of ganging up and sacrifices and all that kind of stuff. Um, but also you said 10 players. Now, that's a kind of a niche thing to do because obviously a lot of games, uh, board games that I mm-hmm. play, they only kind of tap out around like five players. So I think in more like a social deduction game. And the one that I thought of, which kind of ticks both of those boxes and mm-hmm. can accommodate a great range of number of players is called Blood on the Clock Tower. Okay. So this is a game with... Um, Good suggestion. so so this game is a social deduction game essentially Mm -hmm. it starts um with somebody the 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 host of the game Mm -hmm. um playing a storyteller role and being murdered and then everyone's trying to figure out who's murdered because there are demons amongst you so some of the people in the game are demons working against the rest of the players and in this game in particular everybody has a unique role so that might mean they have a like be able to get some extra information or they can 
take on um they have special abilities or whatever but ultimately the game is an elimination game so what happens is you're if you're a good on the good team you're trying to get rid of enough all of the bad guys or bad people and if you're the bad mm-hmm. people you're trying to eliminate the good guys and get them to eliminate themselves as well because after discussing and maybe revealing some information that you know eventually people you're going to have to vote on who you want to kill or if somebody gets chosen to be killed off and then you all vote whether you want to kill them off and if they're a good guy and you're the bad guy you're like yay but so does that make sense i don't know if i did a good job of explaining that it's like among us yeah (laughs) Yeah. like ddt or werewolf or mafia it's like the latest version of Mm. of that format i was gonna say what's good about this is unlike a lot of the um the kind of popular um hidden role games we call Mm -hmm. them this one you can continue contributing to the game even if you're eliminated so let's say that your character is killed off in other games you might have to be silent and kind of watch out the rest of the game you know maybe the only perk of that is that you get to know who's the bad guys and who's the good guys but Mm -hmm. that's not as fun in this game you can still talk even if you're dead and you can still have a vote after you dead after you're dead as well so this kind of solves a lot of the problems that I have mm-hmm. had with um, games that have a player elimination aspect where it's not fun after you die, especially if you're in the first round. Yeah. Um, but it's also very much um, geared towards sort of like a cult vibe mm-hmm. because the theme is based around demons and you're kind of like you've infiltrated this kind of town and you're essentially trying to eliminate all the good people and leave with all the bad people. So um, having said that, I will give the caveat that I've played this game three times Mm -hmm. and even though I am recommending it to you and it is a good solid game, I've not had the best experiences with it. Not to take, well, one time um, it was because the, 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 there's a like I said, there's a host in the game Mm -hmm. and their job is to kind of deal out, um, give out everybody's roles. And they've got this giant kind of big, thick book which is essentially just a container where they've got all of the the players and um, positions laid out and their oh, wow. roles mm-hmm. so they use this as a way to say like oh that person's that that character and that person's mm. that character and it's just a very fancy like box essentially mm. where it looks like a like a, a book okay and um in in my first game of playing it they did the setup wrong and the setup is not like super super quick it's about five minutes sometimes because you have to get everyone to close their eyes and then tell certain people to open their eyes by maybe going over and tapping them on the shoulder and then Mm -hmm. basically revealing their role to them and if you've got a giant number of players because this game goes from five to twenty players oh wow sometimes if you're playing with a larger group it takes a bit of time to give Mm. everybody their roles and also make sure they understand what their role is as well because you give them a little um cheat sheet cheat sheet that tells them what all the roles are and in my first ever game, they messed that up. So it was a good five to ten minutes of like, okay, we'll start the game. And then shortly afterwards, realizing, oh, something's gone wrong here. So yeah. I had to start the whole thing again. You mm-hmm. do need like the person running it to be pretty yeah. familiar with how it works. Yeah. And to okay. keep the, the ball rolling. Because yeah. if you let people just keep debating and chattering, it can really slow the game yeah. down. And you need that storyteller to keep the momentum up yeah. and push the game forward. Yeah, but, they basically act a bit like a, a DM. And they can add yeah. the flavor. And there is, they're quite key to making mm-hmm. sure that everybody has the right information, that they mm. also have options to try and make it either easier. They, they kind mm. of dial bits back okay. to ensure that the game is fun for everyone. Yeah. And obviously the other, uh, well, to counter that, because you'll have unlimited time to play it, you've got plenty of time to read that rule book and make sure that you know exactly what all the rules are so you don't okay. fall into the same trap. But as well as that, it has the ability to you know, it is a narrative game, essentially. You know, you are taking on the role of somebody, which will be different every time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure as you will probably pick the role that you wanted to do every time you played the game, because, you know, if you're going to be the leader of the cult, you know, that and should be the benefit of it. You are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it has was the, witch. the narrative. Uh, <laughs> uh, but obviously has that narrative aspect as well. And you can mm-hmm. really kind of go in hard on that and just play up your role. And I think that's kind of what's going to make it a lot more fun to play i think if you got to play lots of times with the same group yeah then you would i feel like some weird things would start emerging yeah. And yeah. playing it over and over yeah yeah, yeah. So it's, got, it's i i like that pick i know it has its yeah. like drawbacks slightly but mm-hmm. you've got nothing else to be doing on the island yeah be 
yeah. quite a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's good good way to get a lot of people playing at once. And mm. each game would be different as well. I think the actual should also point out that it comes with multiple um, kind of scenarios. settings and scenarios. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you don't have to play the same roles. thing every time and you can mix and match the roles. So mm. yeah. and it would also stop you from killing too many people because there's a minimum like, of <laughs> yeah. like six players that yeah. you need. You need so... to keep people alive for it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> You can just kill them in game instead. <laughs> yeah, You're next. get your kicks that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoever dies in the game has to be the the planker for the next <laughs> for the next planker, six months. Planker. <laughs> ben, did you have um, a like, yeah? So my game, um, it's I don't even know if I'd describe it as a game. It's like a tabletop storytelling experience. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, Rory's Story Cubes, Ooh. which you're probably Ooh. familiar with. They got really popular a few mm-hmm. years back. Um, Essentially, it's a set of dice, um, but every single side on every dice is, is different. And mm-hmm. they've got little pictures um, on them. And essentially, the game boils down to you roll the dice, there's a random selection of different pictures, and you then have to tell a story based on what the, the pictures are. Okay. So, um, and you can interpret them in any way you like. So maybe Ooh. there's like a, like a plane and a, a mountain and then... Um, like a, a sports ball, and you're like, okay, well, what does this mean? And you you don't have to literally tell the story as the, as the dice come up. You can definitely yeah. like interpret them in a in a way, and maybe you know the sports ball represents like a person who loves sport rather than an actual an actual sport. Um, and what I'm thinking is this game can you could get really uh, if if everyone got kind of obsessed mm-hmm. in a cult kind of way with this game, you could be um, maybe like. Rolling those dice, telling the story, and then that is essentially the um, the belief and the and the the you're trying to like read the future a or like or you're trying to understand God's will through yeah. the dice. A tarot. You see what I mean? It's like a tarot. Thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could um, you could definitely interpret it that way and have it like um, you know casting the bones as a mm-hmm. you know a um, a Viking shaman or something like that. Yeah. What do the story cubes demand of us? Yeah. There is a plane on one of those cubes as well. There is, so when exactly. the plane comes wow. up, you're like, today's the day the new members arrive. Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh. And I just love the idea of like a, of a real sinister cult revolving around the will of the story cubes. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to be so innocent as well, right? Yeah. They're like four children in many yeah. cases. Just, and you're just yeah. there being like, oh, yes. The underpants. Oh, we're going to discover another ball. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, suitcase. It's going to arrive today. Give us more information. Oh, there'll be socks in there. <laughs> be great, crazy. Exactly. I think one of them is a sock. So every time the sock comes up, you know that's that's a that's a bold omen. Mm-hmm. Wow. Know, how do you interpret the sock? Maybe the sky will give us rain today. <laughs> and I feel like if you do it, if you do well enough on the story cubes, you could really get the whole group believing that you know mm-hmm. you got magic powers. Does yeah. one person only play with the the, the story cubes? Like, is is mm-hmm. it only Boba that gets I know, to interpret? I think them? I think everyone everyone interprets the cubes. They all mm-hmm. have a turn. They roll the cubes and they interpret them. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. maybe in a month's time, the group decides who right. foretold the future best. Yeah, and they become like the high priest. Of the story cubes. Yeah. Do, do you want to rel- relinquish this uh, this power of the story cubes, though? Right. Wow. So that's a lot going on. But yeah, it's it's a it's a cooperative storytelling experience. That's all down to imagination and um, and maybe you know a little bit of sinister. I think they have manipulations some as well. You they do. Like, like I want to throw the Batman ones. Exactly. In. Like, yeah. so <laughs> that's the only one that washes up. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So uh, my my board game recommendation is I feel like it's almost on point in terms of like the situation scenario. Mm-hmm. I think the the cult will kind of be in the background, the bubbling, the like sort of uh, the the feel that you get. But it is called Halapagus. and basically okay. this is a game that's played between three and twelve people, mm-hmm. and it it's, it's pretty much what the scenario is actually. It's you are on an island and you are trying to survive until you can gather enough planks for a raft. Oh, wow. <laughs> you get yourself, yeet yourself off the island. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the whole gameplay is uh, you are, you're trying to survive. You're trying to collect water. You're going to try to eat. And generally, there's only one way off this island, which is mm-hmm. a raft. No idea how you're going to get picked up or whether or not you, you don't need enough water or food to survive for very long <laughs> on this raft. Yeah. But apparently you win when you get on the raft so there's this whole kind of like dynamic situation and 
lots of lots of people are on it. It's you can it's it's cold. You can go, hey, we're in here, and be like, oh yes, but this fish is sacred. Oh, and so I I think it's an interesting. Um, it fits the number of people that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I don't I don't know. Maybe you want to escape with Rory's storage cubes into yeah. another fantasy world. But if you really want to be like, hey. We want to learn about how we survive on here. If yeah. you didn't have enough information from watching all of those uh, videos, <laughs> and you, maybe you need to communicate in a different way. This is a survival-based board game, which is going to easily t- teach people what they need to know to, to get yeah. up to scratch. Practicality. Exactly. Mm. So, uh, yeah, that game is called Halapagus, and it's it's it's. That's quite fun. We've played it together, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd be quite mean in it. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I just, I just ran off on my own, pretty much. I can remember it be co-op. It's, it's a semi co-op. You can mm-hmm. win it together, but you can also win it. Um, you just jump on the raft. Oh and wow! Say, See you just later, suckers. At some point, you're <laughs> I think just you, like, yeah, <laughs> I think you have to have enough food and water to survive. So, mm-hmm. uh, like these cards that you get, so you can. You know, you can look after yourself, mm-hmm. um, but you do need to work together somewhat because if you're not all contributing towards the raft, then, you know, nobody wins. Yep. But then if you've got some food and water, mm. you need to also, you know, keep some for yourself. So you, some you people are like, oh, has anyone got any water? Okay. Yeah, have you got any water? I'm going to die of the rounds. And you're looking at your hand with three water going, no. No, I've got no water. What do you mean? <laughs> oh my gosh, I yeah. see. It's okay. quite mean. <laughs> so it's a, it's an interesting, like slightly traitor dynamic in, uh, in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a lot of fun when we played it. So uh, yeah, I want to play that. Sounds did cool. You, did you have any other questions about those board games? Did you have anything that you wanted to clarify on? No, I think I picked. Oh no! Oh, who wow. are you picking? So I like the practicality. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like the practicality. I like the like demons and like what is it? Sub subterfuge or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But the dice one I like the best. Oh, wow. <laughs> because Story cubes, yeah, nice. I'm like you know big Greek mythology thing. Yeah. So the idea of like throwing the bones and and reading the prophecy from them, I mm. really like that a lot. Because that's not what the game's meant to be used. For, oh no. <laughs> and that's and that's the other thing I like too is because you've got like this suddenly this thing that would wash up that would become really important. Mm-hmm. and you're it's not exactly the way that it's supposed to be played but mm-hmm. that's like kind of the mentality i guess if you're How stuck on an island it, yeah. the madness yeah. of isolation mm-hmm. and yeah and the idea of one person being like a high priestess and being <laughs> the one that's trusted to read the dice and maybe they read them wrong one yeah. time and then mm-hmm. they're like time to go we're drowning you now or something. <laughs> so yeah i really like that one a lot but like mm-hmm. that one I, I i liked a lot i don't know i liked all of them a lot Good. and Excellent. But it's okay. that one is the one that spoke to me the most. <laughs> nice. Congratulations, Ben. Yeah. One more point towards that. One day. Board game. One day. <laughs> when Ben wins, we know it's like the crown will just get slowly larger and larger. <laughs> It'll be like, it's now just a... a it's a belt. It's a wrestling belt. Exactly. Yeah, a wrestling where they came belt. came from? Did they start off as big crowns? Yes, they did. Yeah. And it sunk down. <laughs> Perfect. I well, like that though, because this is like now I'm like, ooh, those are games that I want to play too. Mm. Mm. Excellent. Well, that's kind of what we're hoping for that we yeah. inspire the dream. You and and if you, you fancy playing those, then you can uh, work here is done. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So thank you so much for coming on the the podcast, Boba. It's been it's been an absolute pleasure. Um. Where can people find you? Thanks for having me. Um. I'm on Twitch.tv/slash Boba. That's B O B A. I'm on Twitter. I think it's Boba underscore Witch. Um, I don't know. <laughs> probably outside somewhere or something. Maybe yeah. a deserted island. Those are the places I am. You see someone wandering around looking lost, looking cold. Yeah. yeah. Basically. <laughs> nice. Say hi. Well, thank you once again. And mm. uh, if you mm-hmm. enjoyed what you saw here, please consider subscribing yes. to the, uh, like the podcast. Like and subscribe. Or yeah. if you're leading a five-star review... Um, or just tell Ben how much you absolutely love him and, and everyone that's on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we love but, it. Just tell a friend, spread the word, and yeah. we'll, make, we'll keep doing it. It'll yes. be yeah. a good luck charm. Your plane will never crash. Like, <laughs> comment, and subscribe. Or else. <laughs> <laughs> or else Boba will throw those dice. I will get on course. your plane. <laughs> we will not be responsible for any plane crashes. <laughs> that, the tiny print. It may still happen. <laughs> well, thank you so much. We'll leave it there. Uh, have a good one. Bye. 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 Bye.